welcome to the Get Naked Live podcast, where we are redefining the strong black woman. I'm your host, Shirley Hubbard, and I am super excited to bring you intimately honest, sometimes uncomfortable, yet strangely funny conversations and real life stories on how emotionally draining being a strong black woman can be. Each episode is designed to help you find the courage to embrace your emotional nakedness, define strength on your own terms, burn that superwoman cape because you know you are sick of wearing it, and learn to love life unmasked. I have some amazing guests coming in every week and I have a super amazing guest today, Contessa Louise Cooper, who is all about embracing your emotional nakedness and not just your emotional nakedness, but your physical nakedness. So I am so happy to have her here today. Contessa, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself and why you love being naked. Oh my gosh. So thank <laughs> you so much, number one, for you know having me on your show and allowing me to be emotional emotionally naked and vulnerable Mm -hmm. with you and your audience. And I just love being naked because there's just so much power in being naked. This is who you are. All of me with all of my roles, with all of my (laughs) flaws, with all of my everything. This is me. And you don't have to love me because I love me enough. Absolutely. Girl, yes. Better tell them, Contessa. And I just, I mean, I mean, I just love that about you. Like in the online space, I see how free you are and I see how you don't really concern yourself about what people are thinking about. You are thinking about what you're posting and and how you're saying you're just out there and they can receive it or they cannot receive it. And I just absolutely love that because I know for me as a strong black woman, that has been a problem for me being because you don't want people to interpret things the wrong way. So tell us, how did you get to the point where you just said, you know what, I don't care, make it or leave it. It took a while for me to get there. I was a perfectionist like a perfectionist. And the problem with being a perfectionist is that it's hard to implement anything because you keep going back and Mm -hmm. you keep going back and you keep tweaking it and you keep tweaking it. And then you're trying to figure out who are you tweaking it for? Right. Because this person has an opinion and that person has an opinion. And all these people have opinions on how you should be doing you. Mm -hmm. And today, I mean, hitting 40 was like the best thing that ever happened for me. Right. I don't know about your audience, so I'm going to say this, the PG version. It was by, <laughs> by, by F at 40s. Um, right. And I just, I just let it all go. Yes. And yes. it was like this weight was lifted off of me. Oh, my God. Because I'm like, who's going to check me, boo? Who's like, check me, like, boo? Yeah. <laughs> like, are you really going to walk up to me and tell me how to live my life? Right. This is my life. And I am going to live the very best life I possibly can, regardless of what you think. (laughs) I I absolutely love it. 
It is. And I, I, is. I really wish that we could all, we could all get there. We can. You know, yeah. Tell us. <laughs> we can. We can all tell get there. Us. Anything. Like anything. I say healing is a journey. Healing mm-hmm. is a process. None of this is going to happen overnight. Right. What I find is instead of you being your biggest cheerleader, you are usually your biggest hater. That is so true. And I think we do it so unconsciously. Yes. We don't even realize it. If you could listen to the things that you say about you mm-hmm. on an everyday basis, you'd be like, oh, I don't even like me. Right. Too fat. I can't do anything right. Just all these things over mm-hmm. and over and over again in our heads. And that has to stop. Once you start replacing every single negative thought with something positive, you will learn to walk in the fullness of your power. I love it. And I that's what it. we're forgetting of how powerful our words and our thoughts are because they're shaping us. Mm-hmm. As a person, not only are they shaping the things that are going on on the outside of us, but they're shaping who we are as a person. And if we've lived with someone who has only said negative and destructive things to us, that's all we know. Right. And so we have to now surround ourselves with people like you and people like me. Mm-hmm. We're going to pour into you and tell you how wonderful and how divine you are and how beautiful you are and intelligent you are and that you can do anything you want to in life and all you have to do is take the first step yes girl you preaching up here (laughs) i love it i absolutely love it because we need so much more of that like we are just so overwhelmed with life in general so you know we forget that we are great people we are amazing individuals and it's like you said we're constantly feeding all that negativity and what you feed yourself is what you display or what you put out into the universe so girl you i'm serious like you preaching up in here today in previous conversation we talked about you know you having a son who is living with autism so let's talk about that a little bit and what has that been like for you and how have you been able to stay in this emotionally healthy space even with because we know the challenges that come along with that so how do you stay in that emotionally healthy space so I wasn't always there I was not I I I was a teen mom so I had my son at 16 Mm -hmm. my son is now almost 30 so you got to think back almost 30 years ago Mm -hmm. we didn't have resources we didn't have communities we didn't have all the information we had right now Mm -hmm. Um, and I had parents who were not very happy Mm-hmm. That I was a teenage parent. Right, right. Kind of black parents you had, but I had black parents who was like, oh, so you want to be grown. So we uh-huh, to- yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and it basically left me to figure things out on mm-hmm. my own mm-hmm. without very much support. And so I had to learn how to do everything and figure out how to do anything without mm-hmm. a support system Mm -hmm. and just those feelings that I had it just kept it inside of me and just kept going and going and 
fighting and fighting because back then you had to fight for every single right for your child. Right. You had to fight for a diagnosis and you had to fight the doctors and fight the school system. So I call myself a warrior. So every single day I was at war with somebody for mm-hmm. some. And so you had to learn to be strong because strong was the only thing you could wow. be. Wow. Me being weak means that my son wasn't going to be able to get every single thing that he deserved. So I had no choice but to be strong. But we all know that every single time you push those emotions down and you push it and Mm -hmm. you push it eventually, it's all going to spill back out. So I had a breaking point. I had a point where I just figured I just couldn't do it anymore. Right. I broke down and I decided it was time for me to go to therapy. And I tried therapy. And, and as you know, I wrote an article on HuffPost and we can share that about that. Mm-hmm. Um, where I tried to go to therapy and I was telling my therapist about my experiences and about my life and how I needed help. And mm-hmm. she didn't hear any of that. Her response to my pain, to my hurt, to my brokenness was, wow, you're such a strong black woman. Oh, wow. When you can't deal with life anymore. And I'm like, I can't deal with life now. What do you mean come back? Because that's why I'm here. (laughs) That's why I'm here because I can't deal with it. I can't deal with this anymore. And so she left me even more broken than was before. And so I had to figure out now what am I going to do with all this brokenness and so I started writing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I started writing and journaling my feelings and how I was doing and that was my form of therapy because I wasn't judging myself on paper I was being mm-hmm. raw naked and real wow. with everything. I love and, it girl yes and all of that became a book and I wow. wrote a book about my experiences being a mom mm-hmm. raised with autism. And I, what I wrote, and it didn't start off this way, was just a book about forgiveness. Mm-hmm. I, I had to learn to forgive myself, mm-hmm. forgive everyone who hurt me, forgive my child for the things that they that he did. Mm-hmm. His fault, he just had autism, forgiving right, God right. because I thought that this was some sort of punishment. Something, because exactly. That's what I was told all of my life because, mm-hmm. again, growing up in, in a Black family, this was your punishment for being a child who was fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, t- I totally understand what you're saying. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, in all honesty, I just think that our parents didn't know any better. And so no. it, it was just passed down from gender. Their parents told them that so they told us that and it was just passed down from generation to generation and, and we bought into it. Yeah, they did the best that they can. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I don't hold them any fault. We, we have a great relationship now. Me and my parents were good. Mm-hmm. But I decided that that's not the type of parent I was going to be to my children. Exactly. So make changes and each generation gets a little better and a little better. Mm-hmm. But that's how I decided that being a strong black woman doesn't mean that you have to do it all yourself. It doesn't mean mm-hmm. that you don't deal with your emotions and your feelings. It doesn't mean that you isolate yourself. Right. That's not what that means. That means knowing when you need help and knowing that there are people in places that you can go to get the support that you need because we were not meant to do any of this alone. alone. We were not. We were not created that way. We were created to need people and so that people would need us. But I think when when tragedy strikes in our lives or when things don't happen the way we think, they should happen. I think as women, as black women, we automatically begin to shut down. 
We do. It's like you said, then all that stuff is bottled up and then you eventually break. So we need to learn how to, how to process that. So any suggestions for effectively processing that? I know you do, I know you do some, um, some, some chakra work and things of that sort. So let's talk about that a little bit. What, what can we do to effectively process our emotions? So the first thing you need to do is just acknowledge that you have emotions and emotions are neither good or bad. Mm -hmm. Whatever feeling, you have the right to feel that way. So if you're angry, there's nothing wrong with being angry. That's just letting you know that something out there is upsetting you and you need Mm -hmm. to address whatever that is. If you are sad, what's causing your sadness? Is it a need that's not being met? Is it somebody who's not, you know, providing services that they said they were going to do? Is somebody not showing up? These are all triggers of things that you have some sort of control of fixing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay yeah let's, let's point that out because you do have some control you do have some control over some of these situations okay mm-hmm. now when it comes to your family yes so again one of the things that my therapist asked me is if I'm under a lot of stress yes I am I have a child with autism mm-hmm. my form of stress is not going to go away however There are things that I can do to help me manage my stress. Mm -hmm. There are things that I can do. My son has meltdowns. Well, what can you do to stop him from having meltdowns? Oh, let me work on that. Right. What to spend time with me? Is it every, do I have a bedtime routine? Mm-hmm. relaxes me where I focus on me and only me and where I'm loving myself mm-hmm. every single night before I go to bed that's something you can do do you have a morning routine where you're sitting down for only five minutes it only takes five minutes to meditate you don't have to take hours right just five minutes to connect to your higher power and get that energy that you're going to need for the rest of the day. Are you exercising? Are you doing yoga? Are you doing kickboxing? Are you creating art? What are you doing that is just for you and you Mm -hmm. alone? We need to learn proper self-care. Yes, it's cool to go get a manicure and a pedicure, but what you need to connect to who you are on the inside and to express that in a positive way. So when you're working on your chakras, that's what you're doing. When you're working on your root chakra, you're working on your foundation and your security and your family life. That's what you're working on with your root chakra. And as you go up, you're working on your creativity and your sensuality. You're working on your self-confidence. You're working on your heart and your love and how you accept and reject love. Right. You're working on your communication and whether or not you believe the things that you're saying and whether or not your words have power. You're working on your connection with your higher, your higher power. Mm-hmm. You're working on how you connect with the entire world and your universe. Mm-hmm. That's what working with your chakras do. It connects you to who you are. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Girl, this is such good stuff. Like I'm I'm literally having chills right now. <laughs> I'm 
<laughs> like I am, because we, I think the thing that you pointed out was, you know, we think self-care, when you, when you see self-care, we immediately go to, oh, I'm going to go get a manicure and a pedicure and a massage here and there, but we don't spend enough quality time with ourselves. We get up in the mornings, we immediately rush into our, our daily routine. I know I do. I get up, I make coffee, I cook breakfast, you know, and I never stop to just say, hey, take five minutes, meditate, spend some time with you. It's been months since I've done that, and I noticed the difference in myself when I don't do it. I'm always in panic mode. Any of those things stresses me out. But when I am engaging in quality time with myself, I handle life better. So I totally understand what you're saying. Absolutely. And again, it only takes five minutes. Five minutes. Five minutes every morning. That's all it takes. It is much better to take five minutes every single day than take two hours on a Saturday. I know, because you're not going to do it anyway. (laughs) You know you're not going to do it. So you did, you did mention meditation a little bit and I saw online where you were doing naked meditation and I was, I was intrigued by that. I was like, okay, naked meditation. Let's talk about that. What is naked meditation and how would, can that be beneficial to us? So naked meditation, if you're doing it alone, okay, Mm -hmm. you're actually going to be sitting in front of a full length mirror looking at yourself in all of your glory mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> and learning to accept you exactly how you are. Because what's going to happen the first time you do it is you're going to pick up all the negative stuff. I don't like this. I don't like that. I don't right. like this. Mm-hmm. And so we're not going to focus on that. As we are looking at ourselves and we're meditating, we're repeating positive affirmations mm-hmm. about ourselves and about our bodies so that we can learn self-love self-respect and body positivity and confidence Mm -hmm. when you can love yourself exactly the way you are because let me tell you something I'm not a skinny girl I can Mm -hmm. do that right now okay (laughs) thick woman with rolls and lumps and bumps and I love every inch of me Mm -hmm. and let me tell you something I'm not the only one that loves every inch okay Yeah. I don't have to look like an Instagram model in order to deserve love. Absolutely. In order to wear a bikini, in order to be naked and be comfortable in Mm -hmm. my skin. I can look at me exactly the way I am and say, I am beautiful. I am made exactly the way that I am supposed to. Mm -hmm. I am confident from the top of my head to the tips of my toe. I can say those things because they're true. Because they're true. They are true. I am sexy and sensual. Yes, girl. Just just like this. Why do I want to go get naked and get in the mirror right now? (laughs) Now, the first time may not be easy. The first time may be uncomfortable. And that's okay. Keep doing it. The first time you do anything, you've never done it perfectly. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. It's going to be uncomfortable. So you keep doing it and keep doing it. And the great thing about being in a group setting where multiple people are naked is that you can see different versions of Mm -hmm. 
bodies mm -hmm. and you can see what real bodies look like right right and know that there's absolutely nothing wrong with your body exactly the way it is this is so amazing I it's, this is just such good stuff. Like, seriously, it's so good. And, and what I want to do is kind of tie it in because we, we're talking about redefining the strong Black woman. And you've talked about meditation. You've talked about chakra healing. You've talked about emotional healing. So how can we use all of these things to destigmatize the word strong Black woman, not just for society, but for, for ourselves? Because a lot of us don't want to be labeled as a strong Black woman. So how can we use these things just in a shell bring it all together to help destigmatize those three words so let me ask you a question how are you showing up mm. in your everyday life how are you showing up at work how are mm. you showing up with your friends how are you showing up online are you one of those people that only post the good things that are going on in your wow. life are you only posting your perfect photos mm -hmm. are you only talking about how perfect and how wonderful your family are mm -hmm. is that what you're doing Mm. Okay, if so, then you're just feeding in to what yeah. everybody strong exactly. is. So I need for you to start being real and start being authentic in every place that you are showing up. I love now, it. I know some of you may have circles and may have friends that you don't even like because every time you're around them, it's emotional work. You guys are always one-upping each other and all of you guys have to wear designer clothing and all of you guys got to go and do Pilates for five hours every single day and all of you guys are on a diet plan every single day. And in real life, you hate it. <laughs> if you feel like this is a person you got to be in order to fit in, right. go find you some new friends. Um, exactly. Go find you some new friends. That's what I did. I was determined that I was going to hang out with people who were weird, just like I am, <laughs> <laughs> who were creative, just like I am. Okay. <laughs> uh, and, and all these things. I needed people who I could be real with on an everyday basis. And the universe provided them for me. And it feels but, so good, does it, it not? It does because I don't have to be fake and phony anymore. Yeah. Anymore. And some of my old friends that that new old Tessa, mm -hmm. I spend so much time with them. Like y'all got about ten minutes because that's <laughs> all I can take. <laughs> that's all I can take because I'm not that person anymore. I right. have moved on. We can still be friends, but as soon as you start that fake and phony stuff, Tessa's out. That's right because we we need to be comfortable being who we are. We should not be walking around here faking a funk no. walking, around, walking around with a mask on pretending that we're good when we're not we just well, it's such a miserable existence i'm telling you because i've been there yes. it's such yes. a miserable existence trying to keep everybody happy you just yes. cannot do that because you know who ends up being unhappy you 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 you're the unhappy you. one and I promise you, okay, when you break down, when you're in the hospital, mm -hmm. when you had a stroke, a heart attack, <laughs> okay, mm -hmm. when, when, happens. when you got to be in bed rest for six weeks, mm -hmm. okay, when you are locked away in the psych ward, mm -hmm. all those people are going to go on without you. Exactly. exactly. Every last person that you are trying to impress will not be there when you finally break. You so you might as well just go ahead right now and start taking care of you because boo, I see you. I, I do. See because you. I know I know what it's like to sit in the bathtub and drink a bottle of wine crying because mm -hmm. you handle your life. I know what that's like. 
It doesn't have to be like that. Again, there are people out there like me. There are people out there like you. Mm -hmm. There are organizations out there that you can go to and say, I need help. Help. Exactly. But I'm not comfortable enough to tell my friends I need help. But I know that I can count on you Mm -hmm. because I need help. And it's okay to need help. It's okay to need help. We all need help. All need help. Yes, girl. Yes, Lord. Okay. (laughs) This is this is good because we do test and we all need help. And we have to be, we have to stop being ashamed to say that. Stop being ashamed to say I need help. Stop being ashamed to say I'm not okay. Stop being ashamed to say all I can do is breathe today. Exactly. And it's okay. If that's all you can do today is breathe then breathe, breathe, just breathe, because just breathing is better than not breathing. So just girl, (laughs) yes, so much better. If that's all you can do, just breathe. At least you're breathing. At least you're breathing. And we want you to breathe. We want you to breathe because we need you to be around here. We got kids. You got a purpose and a mission and people that need you and that that are reaching out for you and waiting for you to show up in your wonderfulness and your nakedness and your Mm -hmm. glory and your Mm -hmm. authenticity. We need people like you to show up. Yes, we do. We do. So we need you to breathe. (laughs) Get naked. That's that's what this is all about. This is about getting naked. Emotionally naked. naked. And now that we've talked to Nessa, we're going to get, not Nessa, Tessa. Now that we've talked to Tessa, we're going to get physically naked. So we get mostly naked and physically naked and we're going to be free. Yes. Yes. Free. (laughs) We're going to be free. So much freedom in being you and authentic. Mm. True. 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 That mask is heavy. That mask is so So heavy. Weighing down on you the thing you know there's there's this thing that goes on is that you know a woman is serious when she cuts her hair (laughs) that is so true that is so true (laughs) it's funny but it's true she's cutting her hair she's removing some of that mask yes no no cutting it off it's funny funny. (laughs) and i know it's true because i do that every time something happens in my life i cut my hair and i do it because i feel like it's the one thing that i have control over and so i just i i'll I'll cut it real short and then i'll let it grow and something something else will happen then I'll, i'll i'll cut it again and then it'll grow and i'll cut it again but this time when I cut it, I just cut it just because I wanted to, because I'm already free. <laughs> there you go. There you go. It was like, it was this time. To change yeah, it was this time for a change. But that is true. That that trigger said, this is the one thing that you felt like you had control over. Mm-hmm. But what we fail to realize is that you have control over all the right. things. Right, exactly. exactly. All the things, not just that one thing. Mm-hmm. You just haven't realized how much power and how much control you have because you've put these imaginary walls around. Right, exactly. They're imaginary. They're not mm-hmm. there. You can kick them down at any point in time. You don't like your job? There are things that you can do. You can mm-hmm. either change attitude or you can change. There are something you can change <laughs> You're, you're absolutely right. You you have a choice. You have a choice in every situation. And every you just got to have the courage to take the leap. And, and that's that, whatever that leap is. Apart. That first step is, whoo, that's mm-hmm. always the, the, the most difficult thing because change will always be uncomfortable. Growth 
will always be uncomfortable. People ask me all the time, Tessa, how come I've been praying, I've been doing this and I've been doing that and I've been, I haven't been able to get the things that I've been praying for. And I'm like, did you do what they told you to do? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're right. not getting what you asked for because they told you to do something. And you didn't do you, it. You haven't done it yet. So they're just waiting. The universe wants to give it to mm-hmm. you. God wants to give mm-hmm. it to you, mm-hmm. but they're waiting on you to they're do that. They're waiting on you. We are so quick to say, oh, I'm just waiting on God. No, God's waiting, waiting on God. God's waiting on you. <laughs> He's waiting on you. And, I, and I'm telling you from personal experience now. I'm not telling you what I heard. I'm telling you what I know. He's waiting yeah. on you. Look, we're not making this up. This, this is real life. <laughs> this how, is real life. How did I get to where I am? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was waiting on me <laughs> to me. make the exactly. first step. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Their job is to support you mm-hmm. and what it is you're doing. Not do it for you, but exactly. to support. But they can't support something that's not there. So, baby, that's you got right. to make some steps. You got to make some moves. You got to make some moves. You're absolutely right. Girl, we could look. Me and you, we could go all day. All day. All day. All day. <laughs> all day. Well, that, that just means that you got to bring me back on. And there you go. <laughs> Absolutely. And we're definitely, definitely going to have you back on, first of all, but we're definitely going to do some things together because this is such a need in in our African-American community. We need to have more of these conversations so that we can help set our sisters free. End of story. We need to do this. It is a must. So let's talk a few minutes about your books. I know you said you wrote one book um, about resident autistic child and yeah. i think you mentioned you you wrote another book too girl i got a couple books so oh, a couple <laughs> books okay tell me about the books <laughs> so so my first book was amazon bestseller and that is mad at the world how to move on and find peace when you're a special needs parent mm-hmm. and that is the one that's about forgiveness and the things that i went through as a special needs parent i'm mm-hmm. um, raising my child um i also have since you mentioned chakras i have a Chakra Affirmation and Journal, which you can also find on Amazon. If you look up Contessa Louise on Amazon, my stuff pops up. I'm like, it's easy to find. Um, And it actually has those affirmations in there that you can say to yourself in the mirror. So not only are the affirmations there, but there's a page where you can journal your thoughts and your Mm -hmm. ideas. And how do you feel about all of that? And it's 150 pages. So it's plenty. (laughs) Mm-hmm. and to work on. I'm also writing my second book um, about autism. And this one's for um, our, um, our children that are grown because mm-hmm. they have a time dating and having relationships. Right. So this is his dating and sex books for those who are have higher functioning autism. And so oh, I'm in the amazing. Oh, girl. Yeah. So it's a two part book. It is a handbook for, you know, those individuals that are on the spectrum. And then it has a parent guide, um, which I think is really important because as I'm interviewing parents, I realize that they just don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. And they don't even know how to have these conversations because I know the conversation that I had with my parents didn't go very well. Uh-huh. And so I don't want anyone <laughs> else to have that awkward conversation. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> that, that should be out early uh, part of next year. Okay, that is so exciting. So you are going to be a three-time author. Yes, I am. I I am. And I'm working on some other projects that I can't talk about yet, but you can always look. She's coming back. She's coming back. So you all will hear about it. And I'm easy to find. I tell people I don't hide. I don't hide. She does not at all. (laughs) I am Contessa Louise everywhere. You can find me. (laughs) 
and I'm extremely accessible. If you inbox me, you know, I'll be like, hey, you know, I'll either chat with you or invite you to one of my many groups that can help you with, with whatever it is that you have going on. I create communities. I create mm-hmm. safe. Absolutely. So you're Absolutely. always welcome in any of my communities. And, and Contessa is 100% raw, unedited, uncut. She oh, yeah. you right on together. <laughs> Look, look, and not in a bad way, but yes, yeah, she would. She's going to tell you the truth. I'm gonna tell you the truth. I'm gonna say it in love, exactly. and then I'm, gonna you, then I'm gonna give you a really big hug. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, y'all, boo, you messing up, but I love you though. Exactly. Yeah. So, and and we need more of that. So yeah, thank you so much, Contessa. We are so happy that you're here. We're gonna check you out, Contessa Louise, everywhere. Um, I know you say you had the quiz coming up, you have a book coming out, and we'll put all of this in the show notes so everyone will have access to it. So across social media, Contessa Louise everywhere, right? That is correct. Okay. Now we have before we wrap it up, I have a few rapid fire questions just for fun. Okay. <laughs> Number one, early bird or night owl? Early bird. Really? But that changes. It does. I was going to say it, both. It, it, it does. Like, like for some seasons, I'm a night owl. I'll be up uh-huh. all night. And then all of a sudden, I'll start waking up at like 4.30 in the morning. And I'm like, really? So I'm in my early bird season now where I'm waking up at 4.30 in the morning okay. for no reason whatsoever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I struck you as, or you struck me as both early bird and night owl. I don't mm-hmm. know why you just did it's because it switches. Okay, cool. Beans. Look at me, girl. I'm smart. Yeah. <laughs> Intuitive, yes. Yeah. So, number two, favorite word. <laughs> I don't think I can say that on. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> it rhymes okay. with bucket. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number three. If you could do, if you could have one do over, what would it be? Oh my gosh. If I could have one do over, I would go back to the time that I was 15 mm-hmm. and met this guy up in Burger King who rocked my world and punch him in the throat. What? <laughs> <laughs> now see, I thought you was about to tell a love story. Oh girl, no. I w- I would I want to punch him in the throat. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that another time. (laughs) Okay. And we're definitely going to talk about it. Yes. (laughs) So finally, what are your parting words for our listeners? If they could take one thing from today's conversation, what would you want to leave? You deserve love exactly the way that you are. Yes. So beautiful. So beautiful. Contessa, thank you so much. I had so much fun. Like seriously, it was so much fun. I mean, I laughed almost the entire time. This was so good. This was so good. Thank you so much. We're gonna get out of here. Thank you guys for joining us. Tessa, tell everybody goodbye. Bye, everyone. And don't forget to get naked. Get naked, honey. (laughs) See you on the other side, guys. Taking my clothes off, get naked, 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 get naked
Can't make transparent. Can't make it leave. Can't make it express yourself. Can't make it vulnerable. Can't make it. You can't make it vulnerable. Can't make it. Can't make it. Can't make it. The strong black woman.